Hello and thank you for downloading this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Before we start the show tonight, we wanted to give everybody a word of warning that each episode produced by Movie Guys Podcast is for a mature audience. You have been warned. Also, all of our reviews are spoiler-filled, so if you have not seen the film that we're going to talk about tonight... Turn off the show and come back when you're ready to listen. Thank you so much for downloading, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another awesome episode of Movie Guys Podcast. And tonight we're talking about... Uh, Fast and Furious, 99 and a third, uh, half, uh, Hobbs and Shaw, Hobbs and Shaw tonight. I'm Jordan, I'm joined here with Eric and best friend Ryan. How are you guys doing tonight? Eric, what's up? I'm a little confused. I have a lot of questions after watching this movie, uh, but I'm sure we're going to get to it. Um, I hope Maybe Ryan has some answers. What do you think? Ah. Uh. I don't think this movie is very deep, so I don't know. I don't know exactly what kind of questions you have. <laughs> how how familiar uh, are you with Fast and Furious, the franchise, the Fast and Franchise Furious? Uh, there's there's a joke in there somewhere, I'm sure. Uh, not very. I do not. I'm not a fan of these movies. I have seen all of them except for the second half of uh, the Fate of the Furious, but I have seen all of them once. I would imagine, I would guess I paid attention to half of them. So my knowledge base on this is very shallow. Yeah. Didn't you and I see Fate of the Furious together? And we, we, only, we watched it at your house. It was, and we only could watch the half because it was just terrible. Mm-hmm. Wasn't the opening of that movie where like he was in Cuba or something? I think yeah, Cuba or Puerto Rico. I think it we. Cuba. It was Cuba. Yeah, I stopped watching it. Some Charlie Theron said something. I her character said something, and I laughed so so much. I was like, "All right, I'm done. I can't do this anymore." <laughs> That's you know what? Well, of all the things that made its a its appearance in Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw, uh, the biggest guest star was, of course, the physics uh, that came into play throughout this movie a lot, especially believe, at the end. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe there was a part where. Um, I wanted to say four vehicles. I, I think one was a trailerless semi. Uh, got into a tug of war match with a helicopter. <laughs> and and my favorite part, my favorite part of that whole sequence, is they spend you know those quick shots um, where they show the cars latching onto each other in yep. succession when they when they come flying in, and then they just come apart when they don't when they're not needed anymore. They just they just break. They, they, they just as soon as the plane that that little chopper thing is under control yeah. after uh the rock has successfully lassoed and pulled it in on the chain the cars just separate no problem no yeah, questions let's asked not ask about how nasa coupling technology uh is just made so readily available for uh trucks in was that was that in an island at that time too was that uh, they were in yeah, like the tropics Samoa. yeah they're the american samoan that's uh Near Hawaii, I, I, that's further. That's that's like. Is that closer to Asia? Yeah, but I say that's in like the fuck you part of the Pacific Ocean. Mm. So, um, where the planes go missing. So I, I don't. Know. It's it's a, yeah, it's a good time. We're, <sighs> we're having a good time in this movie. 
I don't understand some of this shit. Like, for one thing, the director of this, he was an uncredited director in John Wick, and he's done Atomic Blonde, which... Uh, that, that movie had a great fight scene at the end, regardless of what you're going to say. Yeah, I know, but here's the thing, though. It says... Uh, anyway. And then he did Deadpool 2, which Ryan Reynolds directed that movie, so I'm not going to... Um, it's just interesting that he's doing Hobbs and Shaw. And this is also interesting. Uh, this is produced by The Rock and Jason Statham. Yeah, so obviously nobody wanted to make this movie. And and Rock and Jason, uh, The Rock and Jason uh, Statham were just like, yeah, yeah, I'm free this weekend. So here's, here's the big question. In the 80s and early 90s, we had Rock, uh, we had, oh God, we had Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone, very stupid 80s cliche action heroes. Clearly, this movie is telling us that it's Jason Statham and The Rock as our new dumb action heroes. Is this movie in the same category as Commando and just the later Rambos, or is this all the way far in left field? Um, you want to, like, Ryan, Ryan. Do you want to go, want to go first before I get off of my rant? Oh, that's fine. I think this is a, it's, it's a cousin. It's not a, it's not a direct sibling, but it is a, it is a cousin. They are in the same family. They're the, the dumb action movies. Uh, it, they both have the, or those two types. Uh, they all carry the same, um, machismo bravado, like where you have to be the tough guy. And it's the muscle that always out that outdoes the the brains. Mm-hmm. That nonsense. Yeah. 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 This is uh, I, I, I'd imagine that nobody was going to assume this to be anything less than ridiculous, and that's exactly what we got. Like we got a lot of action mixed in with a lot of this uh, buddy comedy. That that happened too, with a lot of cameos. We had a lot of cameos in this movie. Uh, yeah, because it's a Fast and Furious presents, so we got to bring those characters, you know. Well, some new characters would be nice. Uh, or, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, some old characters would be nice. But um, yeah. I know that Tyrese has expressed his disgust uh, about this movie. The same with Ludacris. Uh, what? They, they both are were against this. They. They're just like, no, we can't, we can't do a Fast and Furious without, without the family, which they also talked about a lot in this movie was family. Um, <laughs> I love when Vin Diesel says it. It's so gay, dude. It's, we're, we're family. We're family. Why is drinking a Corona? I love it. Either way, uh, these dudes kill a lot of people with little to no remorse. Uh, still have their mental capacity to go home and, and, you know, hug the daughter at night or whatever, whoever lady they're with, uh, just no problem. And just be cool about it. Um, I think at one scene they killed, like, uh, I, I think it was like 30 something people. Uh, they, I mean, uh, damage beyond belief in London. Uh, I don't even want to count like that too, but, um, the one guy had a remote control motorcycle. Did you guys, uh, Idris Alba, the bad guy? Yeah. Who introduced himself as the bad guy? First five minutes of the movie. Yeah. So, with all the Fast and Furious movies, we get our villains. Some are more memorable than others, and I would say that pretty much slim to none are memorable. 
but how how was what's this uh, Idris Ibris Idris Idris Elba Idris, Idris yeah. Elba I, I I can never say his first name. I can do his it, last it name. You're from Ohio, so where, however yeah. you want to pronounce it is the right way. The guy who's going to be the next Bond. I'll just say that. Um, no, it's the lady. Yeah, they cast a black lady. Yeah, I know that's she's not the next Bond. That's just movie. Don't give me on a rant. Um, how do we feel about him as a bad guy? Is it is it, is he a good foe to Rock and Jason Statham? Well, if yeah. the character was written better. Um, I get, I get that it's like, it's this you know over the top storyline where you have this ex special forces operative who was trained coincidentally enough by Deckard Shaw, Jason Statham's character, um, where he's been cybernetically enhanced by this secret, uh, you know, secret yet somehow massive um, military like weapons company. Turns him into the, basically a robot. Well, they call him the Term. Yeah, the Rock calls him the Terminator um, during the the chase through London. Um, so I, I guess we're not like I know. I understand we're not dealing with reality. Um, we're like a, a yeah, like a a story that takes place in the world that we all three inhabit. Um, but it's like it's like what Eric said. Uh, he introduces himself when she says, "Who are you?" He says, "I'm the bad guy." <laughs> I just kind of kind of loses it for me yeah well this this is obviously a uh, movie will do well just because there's not a transformers movie out right now uh, i mean you know this is obviously had, has its demographic and it probably will will do well but that's just what it is there's always going to be a need for you know unnecessary action movies and that's what this was the the action scenes went crazy ridiculously long they were well choreographed um again it's one of those where bad guys take one hit to take them down but good guys never go down no um there was a few spots you know like you know what i mean like perfect cliches where like idris the, the bad guy had like ample time to kill them like just shoot him in the head right there you're done and you can go about your way and he didn't he wanted to milk it and obviously for the for typical movie tropes and that's again you you're 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 playing by the book there that your cousins have before so it's you know what you're getting in with this movie that that's what you wanted yeah and here's the funny thing, because you guys said about the money. This movie was made for $200 million. Shut your fucking face. $200 million was on, the budget. I'm going to look. I'm going to double check that. No, it's too, straight yeah. up. $200 million. And it has made $193.4 million. <laughs> Hasn't made its money back yet. I fucking hate this timeline, dude. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That I mean, I don't know what's more offensive, the budget of this movie or how much it's making. I mean, like 193, I mean, they still have not made their money. So yeah, certainly make its money back. But that, so that 193 is worldwide. It's it's going to end up being like one of the lower grossing of the newer Fast and the Furious movies. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't see it. I don't see it making, you know, 160 domestically. No. But it's Every gonna make it's play. gonna make a chunk of change. Do you think uh, is a sequel in the works? Is it 
Not for Hobbs and Shaw. I mean, because what was 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 Fast Eight the last one, and this this is the spinoff, right? So they got to do Fast and Furious Nine. Is that it? Yeah, I think they're doing Fast and Furious Nine and Ten back to back. I think. Why? Why? Question. Oh, there's hold on, there's a there's a good fan theory that I read uh, online about the return of Han because of this technology. The Ethion. Uh, the Asian guy from Tokyo Drift. Yeah, they're gonna break. He died. Yeah, didn't uh, Hobbs kill him or, or uh, Shaw? Shaw did. Uh, yeah, didn't Shaw kill him? So we'll see. Maybe you know, maybe he'll come yeah. back. I am curious because I, like I said, I haven't watched the second half of eight, and you guys can maybe fill me in. I was under the impression that Hobbs was a bad guy. But coming into like at the start of this movie, he's not really once presented as the bad guy. No, Shaw was the bad guy, right? Well, Hobbs well, is the guy. What did I say? I meant Shaw. Decker no, 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 Shaw no, no, was no, the bad that's guy. That's kind of like Hobbs was introduced as the good, the 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 cat chasing the mouse. In because, Fast Five. Yeah, because Fast and Furious, because Vin Diesel, uh, and, uh, you know, Toretto, uh, and all them were considered uh, the anti-heroes type of thing, and Hobbs is the dude that that was assigned to bring him in. He's like, okay, you guys, we've been keeping an eye on you for a while. You guys had a lot of doing a lot of action. Time to bring you in. And then that turned into Buddy Buddy. Oh, we need you. You're the best. And then that turned into them trying to take down Shaw. And then they found a common enemy in Shaw, right? Or in Charlie yes. Saron. Well, I mean Shaw, because Shaw was the big bad in I think five or six. Well, his brother is the villain in Fast Six, and then Shaw is like Owen Shaw is the villain in Fast Six, and Deckard Shaw is the villain in Fast Seven because he's getting revenge. Yeah, but like I don't remember. I the only thing I remember of him in Fast Eight, uh, or Fate of the Furious. Sorry, they are he's in prison, right? Uh, and Hobbs was in there with them. They also introduced Helen Buren uh, as the mother, as as Shaw's mother in that Dude. movie as well too. God, do we give a fuck? I mean, seriously. I mean, Listen, who cares? We're 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 deep. We're deep now, boys. I know that you're saying that the story doesn't go deep, but this is the what the then the ninth uh, uh, silver screen movie that had come out. There are other stuff. There's more stuff on this. There's like side movies and in, in in clips about this that still keep on going into it. Are people really are interested. These are street racers turned superhero. Yeah, because the first movie is a blatant ripoff of Point Break. It is 100% a ripoff of Point Break. Well, then what's this one a ripoff of? I don't know, but just just, just go with me real quick <laughs> down this rabbit hole, because I was telling my wife this last night. Shanghai Nights, maybe? Shanghai. The first movie, all right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you the basic plot of Point Break and tell me this is the first movie. Young, attractive uh cop is infiltrating a gang of surfers who are robbing banks so they can fund their surfing habits. Well, yeah. Is that Fast and Furious? Yes, it is. So we took a movie that was a blatant theft. I mean, you could sue them in court, right? I mean, Fast and Furious one's a blatant theft. And now we have nine movies later. 16-year-old Jordan seeing Too Fast, Too Furious in theaters with his, with his high school football friends did not think it would be nine movies in. This movie's garbage. Like, oh, like, and we're going to get more. Don't, don't, don't you worry. 
I mean, oh my god, this movie is a PG thirteen for a reason. Okay, so it it's I I I would like to ask thirteen year old Jordan if you like this movie. Yeah, because I knee underneath my car like a goddamn idiot. Because I was, because you know, light him up in my 1988 Oldsmobile Royal. That's horrible. I had a Firebird, but it was 1989 Firebird, and it had a rusted hatchet wound on the side of the door. It was not a good one. It was not the Night Rider edition. It was <laughs> not, a, but I thought it was cool. It was still black. <laughs> so Fast and Furious came out, and I thought, yeah, sure, why not? I'll, you know, pimp it out. I'm the beater car in the back. Yeah. Um, well, let's get into our pop. Excuse me. Let's get into our popcorn ratings here for Hob and Shaw. Um, you know, Eric, let's go with you tonight, buddy. What will be our popcorn rating for Hobbs and Shaw? What would you give it? I mean, listen, it, it's it's not my favorite. It, it's not the worst of the of the franchise by by any means. Um, simply because. There was a lot more comedy in this movie. Like to to spoil the the um uh, the cameos, you had Ryan Reynolds that came in as Locke, as the CIA recruiter for uh, the Rock. Um, you had Kevin Hart adding some uh some some fun to the mix as an air marshal. Uh, that was good. I I mean it was. I, I, it was enjoyable for, for that part. It was an eye roll of a movie. I'm not in a hurry to see this one again. That's uh, that's about it. I I don't know. I, I'm on the border of like a no bag and a small bag here because if you like action, like this is a good movie for you. Um, but I like – this is ridiculous action though. You know what I mean? Like – where physics just don't apply to the world. Um, oh, we got to, you know, oh, we got to save the planet. To, last chance and everyone's going to die. We got to, you know, like that urgency is all over again. Oh, you're never going to do that. So one in a million chance you're going to do that and then does it. You know, mm-hmm. it's that whole thing. Um, it's just a, it's a bummer. I'm not in the, probably not going to watch this one again. Um, I'll probably just say no bag on this one, guys. Like, I, it's not the worst, but I just can't really see myself giving it like any sort of popcorn because I, I would just I'm, I don't see myself watching this movie again. All right, fair enough. Um, I've been this is one of the no bag as well. No bag. Uh, it's it's not fun. It's 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 stupid uh, for me. A, a very good slash dumb action flick would be like a Die Hard because it's a good movie, but there's also a lot of dumb action in it. This movie's just like totally far out there in left field. I, I mean, I've been done with the Fast and Furious franchise since part two. I don't understand it. And I don't understand The Rock's appeal. Why does everybody love The Rock? He's not a good actor. He's a nice guy, man. Professional I don't nice get him. It's terrible. He's I don't like the, get uh, it. Big brother or the dad, you know? We're getting Jungle Book 2 now. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. He he is he is the modern day Schwarzenegger because Schwarzenegger wasn't a good actor. But he's so charismatic. He played the same character in every movie, which The Rock basically plays the same character in every movie, and yet you still like him in those roles, even though you've seen him do it a thousand times because he's so charismatic. I don't like him. No bags. Ryan, what's your popcorn rating for Hobbs and Shaw? 
Well, uh, it's a clean sweep, fellas. I'm also going to go no bag on this one. Um, I did struggle for uh, a second there between what I wanted to give it. Because how, 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 how do you view this movie, really? Like, do you... Because it's dumb. I'll agree. It's dumb. But it's not trying to be anything other than dumb. It's not trying to make like some deep statement. It's not trying to push the boundaries of filmmaking. It's just a you know a piece of popcorn fluff. Yeah. Um, but you know it is it is dumb enough that I think I'm gonna give it no bag. Nice. It's it's, it's self aware. Yeah. It's it's yeah. It is so it, it knows what it is and it's not trying to be anything else. Um, but I still think because I I mean. Like I said at the beginning, I'm not a fan of these movies. I, I have, I've seen almost all of them. I have, I, I kind of zone out of them during them. But I, I, so I went to this movie with almost like almost no expectations. I still feel like I was disappointed because <laughs> I, I like The Rock, I like Jason Statham, and I like the action sequences from Atomic Blonde. Because I, because yeah, I, I, I like parts of Deadpool too, but I'm not like a. I don't really care for that movie a whole lot. Sure. Um, compared to the first Deadpool. And it's, but like I, I was thinking, you know, this is going to be a big macho action movie directed by the guy who made, you know, pretty good feminist uh, kind of action flick in Atomic Blonde where they have these long um, drawn out hand to hand combat sequences. So I was like, oh, at least the action will be good. You know, no, it's all cut to shit. Like we're back in the mid 2000s. Doing these fast, uh, quick cuts every time somebody throws a hand. Um, That's a very studio-made film. Oh, it's a very oh, it's it's a studio. I, you could tell like this is The Rock and Jason Statham were the ones who were like, making all the decisions in this movie. Oh yeah, both executive producers. Well, so I mean, Chris Morgan, he's been the screenwriter for Fast and Furious since Tokyo Drift. He wrote this. Um, and he's also a producer on it, but like you can tell, it was geared towards what the two stars wanted, not really what anyone else wanted, because they knew uh, going into this, people who are bankrolling this movie know that the audience is going to come because Fast and Furious connection, and because of The Rock or Jason Statham. But I would say more The Rock. With that being said, uh, because it is Fast and Furious, did you get enough car? in this movie did you get enough fast did you get enough furious in this in this movie they they showed some parked cars but the ones that they drove were not uh really any ones that were like um i don't know i mean like whoa you know that there was there was the bike they made a mention of the italian job i don't know if you guys caught that one so does does shaw is he a part of the italian job there is another reference i don't know if you guys noticed um Jordan, especially you, um, Brixton, the uh, villain, when he's doing the torture scene with the them in the electric chairs, um, his black jacket has the Wayland Utani symbol on it, like a logo. Motherfucker, it does, does it? It does. Yeah, you can it's, see like there's a, there's a shot where like the light hits it, and you can see the outline of the W with like the triangles in it. Yeah. Son of a bitch, you're right. Motherfucker. What does that guy do with Wayland? Don't, don't, no, no, no. <laughs> all big universe, they're sucking them all in, man. So. No, no, just no. Uh, ATN, ATN is the precursor, I'm assuming, to Wayland Utani. <sighs> 
Hey, wait, if that case, if that oh man. He was in Prometheus. He was the captain in Prometheus. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that means he's still alive then? Is that what you're trying to say? No. Or, oh, wait, wait, wait. That means if, if, if the Italian job is connected to this too, that means Mark Wahlberg is in this universe. Oh, God. Wait, wait wasn't Charlie Theron in Italian job? She was. Yeah. And then she's also in Fast and Furious. And she also was in Prometheus. Son of a bitch. Wow. So oh. deep. So is is Cypher the one behind all this? Because at the end of the movie, when they shut um, Brixton down, the the per, the voice, the disembodied voice, makes a threat to Shaw, yeah. Hobbs and Shaw, saying that her, or sorry, that the voice and Shaw have have a past. Yeah. Which if they fought each other in the last movie, and then she is the daughter of the guy who runs Wayland Yutani and Prometheus. Son of a bitch. Holy shit, dude. I I thought, again, we started the show with some questions and Ryan came with the answer. <laughs> we got it. I'm just, up, boys. I'm just I, before we go, I'm just curious how they're going to explain Idris Elba's uh, switch from uh, sort of Cockney English accent to a typical, stereotypical Southern accent in Prometheus. Oh, well, when they reprogram them, obviously. That's true. Upgraded model. Uh, the text version. Because <laughs> listen, in every, in almost every sci-fi movie, the Texan is always working the controls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Space Truckers, The Abyss. Uh, what was the one? Dan McBride. Oh, Prometheus, right? Like. No, no, Dan McBride was Alien Covenant. Covenant. Oh yeah, Covenant. I mean, yeah. His name oh, was Tennessee. Yeah, but either way, it's some southern. You know, draw and they yeehaw, and they they always put on the afterburners and make the make the save. God bless it, right? So now we got Idris uh, in it now. This is, all right, or maybe he just like uh, uh, Michael Fassbender is just another model. You know, that's true. Because we, I mean, in Prometheus, we just see him scream as he like runs the ship into something, right? Yep, he's just he's just another model. No body, uh, no body, no one. death. Let's go. Right. Like Eric always says, no body, no death. No body, no death. He fell into water, oh. so we're going to see him again. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Check us out on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Just search for us at Movie Guys Pod. And also check us out at MovieGuysPodcast.com, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and on iTunes. Just search for Movie Guys Podcast. We are the logo with the headphones around the uh, bag of popcorn. Thank you so much for listening to this most recent episode, and we'll be back next week for Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Have a good night.